Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is FCB Radio, where real talk lives. Visit us online at FCBRadio.com. When I bust into your zones, microphones get crushed out. I break the sucker down to dust. I do what the must. What the rush. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Necessary Roughness. I am Darvio the Kingpin Morrow, filling in for my brother E. Will, Eric E. Will Williams, alongside Christy Maggard. Hey, hey. And the man himself, C.J. Cobb. That's right. <laughs> it's me. I didn't know where you were going to go with that. I never do. Neither did I. <laughs> That's why it came out like that. <laughs> I thought you planned it at first, and then it was like, I don't think he knows where he's going. Nope. And that's nope. how you know I'm great at this, because even when I mess up, it sounds like I, I meant to do it on purpose. So. Absolutely. That's what that sounded like. Yes. I want to send a shout out uh, before we get started. I want to send a shout out to all of you who are listening to us, no matter where you are listening to us from, whether you're listening to us on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, FCBRadio.com, and all of the other myriad number of things that we have here Ooh. on this network. Someone went to their dictionary today. <laughs> Basically, you can't not find us. <laughs> exactly. I feel like we're on everything. We're on everything that everybody cares about. Even my cousin Pookie has us on the radio with the hanger sticking out of it. <laughs> Pookie. The Definitely do not bit. have a cousin Pookie. How do you know? He actually might have a cousin. I have Pookie. a cousin named Punchy. Really? <laughs> yes. I have a cousin named Pumpkin. Shout out, Punchy. What's up, man? What's up, Slab? Slab my slab. Uh, shout out to Pumpkin, my cousin Pumpkin. <laughs> P U N K I N, Pumpkin. Love it. <laughs> That's the way it goes, Christy. And Sure. Traditional black families, mm-hmm. <laughs> which both CJ and I come from. <laughs> no, really? No. Oh my Surprise. No, I did not there see is, that coming. No, there is a difference. I said traditional black families. We don't come from these blackish families, like the, the <laughs> suburb blacks. Like we come from, he's from the South. My family is originally from the South. Those, that's the type of families we come from. Listen, sure. there is a difference. Listen, my father's name. It's Clinton Augustus. <laughs> yes, yes. And when we go back to South Carolina, all my, all his brothers and sisters, my aunts and uncles, and his his mom and dad, they call him Clinneth. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how you spell Clinneth. <laughs> how you get Clinton into Clinneth? Clinneth. 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 
Going on? That's exactly how it sounds. <laughs> and my mother's side of the family is from Tennessee, and my father's side of the family is from Alabama. It don't get no more south than that. Ooh. Yeah, that's pretty south. <laughs> that's pretty so, south. speaking of Christy, how are you doing? Okay. Okay. A lot was, going on. Just, you know. How was your week? By the way, we were off last week because it was Snowmageddon. In the, uh, in the northeast Southland. Ohio, in the Amish country, <laughs> yeah. our roads was clear. Yeah, sorry, it is it is my fault. So I apologize to all of our listeners that we're missing out. You on. didn't have to apologize. Well, I do. So where we live, I live on a township road, and we live cheaper because they don't plow and stuff like that. So um, they're oh, man. you know yeah they just they don't plow. So it's, you know if if we get those big heavy snows, you're just not going anywhere for a while unless you've got you know the big big equipment and stuff like that so um but hopefully if you if you didn't if you missed it please go to the necessary roughness facebook page and check out um my uh rundown because i had it all written out and ready to go and so my husband helped me record that and then we loaded it up there for you so we have that um available so we were still producing content even though one of us was a slacker. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, not wanting to die in a car accident and all that. So how long does it take to get the roads clear? Like, how does that work? How do you get out of your house? So, well, I mean, it, it, I mean, you just learn to drive in it eventually. <laughs> I mean, they'll, they'll plow it. Buggy? Yeah, they're still out. Oh, wow. It's, just, like, you, I, it's yeah. like you live at Little House on the Prairie. I, I swear. Sort of. I didn't think I hooves could like maneuver on ice. <laughs> Oh, well, no, it's like it's the original four leg drive. I mean, four they're they're fine. <laughs> they're, the horses are fine. It's the buggy wheels that slip. Ah. And so we were having that huge snowstorm on Saturday, and um, they were driving by, you know, in their buggies. And Jay was like, "Oh, thought we were gonna have a a buggy accident there because he kind of went a little off the road and the buggy started rocking and those things aren't very stable and. As as funny as it sounds, it's really dangerous because, I mean, they can easily die. I mean, there have been several deaths. We've only lived there a year and a half, and there have been multiple deaths from buggy accidents. So, wow. yeah, it's it's really um, sad and unfortunate. Um, a lot of them involve cars. And so it's just a shout-out to everybody. Amish or not, please be careful on the roads. Be cognizant of those around you, um, you know, bicycles, motorcycles, if you're down where I'm from, buggies, please. People's lives are at stake. So just know That's what's going on. Stuff. Pay attention. Yeah. It's sad. Uh, Mr. Cobb, how well, you doing, man? Well, I, don't, I just don't know how, how to do follow, you follow, that? follow that up. That, <laughs> Let's see it. Such a Magic man. Personal. All right. <laughs> see how this transition subject. goes. Um, wow. Uh, well, on a lighter note. Uh, my week was good. My week was good. As you know, I, I'm doing the uh, public addressing for Baldwin Wallace University. How's that going, bro? Uh, yeah. Really well. So last night was my uh, and not initial. This is my second game. Uh, we did the women's game again, and uh, did it felt it felt a lot better uh, than the first night. The first night was good. They they liked me, brought me back, and uh, they said I, they just pretty much cut me loose. I was on I was down down there by myself, calling the game, reading the reads. 
you know, hitting everything. So uh, I will say this. I apologize for getting some of the girls' names wrong. <laughs> and, and calling, He's from the South, and, so that explains a <laughs> Well, if there had been a Clanisha uh, call out there, I would have got it right. It would have been good. Yeah, but good no, there was... I, I remember I called a foul. I I thought I could have sworn the referee said like 32, but it was on like 30 or 33 or something like that. That happens all the for time. For the wrong – but I called it on the wrong team. I called it on our team. It was on oh. theirs. So, <laughs> you know, you have your rough patches here and there, but yeah. that's, a, that's a part of it, man. How are you liking it, man? It's, it's actually getting to be more fun. Once you get kind of comfortable with – Especially the home team names, uh-huh. and you introduce them. You kind of get hype introducing the home team. So, so you're doing it, and now, yeah, yeah. number thirty two. Let's, yeah. Let's hear it. Let's hear no, how you. You, you don't pay me just a little. That. Just a little sneak. <laughs> uh, yeah, give us a little. A little. No, so I'll, I'll be something like because uh, with the women's game you have to alternate. So you'd okay. be like, uh, we just played uh, Heidelberg. Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, uh, and now starting at forward for Heidelberg. Um, a uh, six, no, oh god, not a six. Four. <laughs> she was like five, a five four guard, or I'm sorry, five four forward right. for Heidelberg uh, out of Copley, Ohio. Uh, Jada Brown, something so like that. So that that is like the that's the away team. Yeah, that's the away team. Right. You'd be kind. Of, I mean, you still be loud, but you'd be kind of monotone. For uh-huh. it. And then when you when you, uh, when you transition to back to the home team, BW said, and now starting at guard for Baldwin Wallace. Uh, a five-six freshman out of Springboro, Ohio, number four, Casey Hugh, you know something like that. Nice. That's that's pretty good, man. That's yeah. good. That's so pretty that, good. That's kind of off. Oh, that was pretty bad, actually. I, I do better when I have it in front of, <laughs> in front of me, of you. so I can List read it. Out, yeah. That wasn't yeah. bad, though. But, man. But that'd yeah, be that that'd be how it'd be. Uh, but other than that, man, I do that, and then I I, I take these acting classes now. Uh, so I'm I'm out here. Have you seen? Did you see yourself in uh, the show that you were in, The Land FAU? It's on uh, CBS 19. It just got uh, extended for a full season, by the way. Awesome. So shout out to them. Have you? Uh, did you see you yet? I saw my hand, which is which is pretty much all they they use my hand for one scene to frame uh-huh. the, the the mayor. So I knew that was my hand. I was like, look, 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 look. That's, my hand. that's my hand right there. You see that? You see how the fit, you see how the middle finger kind of crooked to the side? It's my hand. It's mine. That's how you know it's me. <laughs> but, see all those fingers that have been broken yeah. and dislocated? All the fingers that messed up and jacked up. That crippled hand, that's my crippled that's hand. That's me. That's me. But it's well moisturized. You see that, right? And very yeah. well manicured, I that's, must say. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank yeah. you. You can't so, have no rusty, that. ashy hand. See, I buy that, that expensive lotion. You know, you can't skip on some things. Right. You know, I, I get that uh, Vaseline men's. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Sure. That is kind of up there. It has a nice fragrance to right. it. Right. The one that had on the ball it has all them like molecules and and <laughs> formulas on the front to let Looking you know very scientific yeah right. exactly Feel smart using it you know i don't yeah. get that equate you know what i'm saying <laughs> next step kirk herb street no. <laughs> there you go there you go he's working on a sponsorship that for that right up. now exactly men's vaseline hit me up man it's getting so buttery smooth <laughs> buttery smooth so uh I had a I had a good week. I actually had a great week. Um Yay. I'm a little tired, but a lot of good things going on around here. A couple of announcements I'll be making soon in a little bit. Um oh, I do want to say this though. Uh you can listen to this show on Alexa. Hey. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you have Alexa, tell that thing 
to play this thing <laughs> to play necessary roughness podcast and the show will pop up immediately Ooh, yeah so yeah because alexa knows all the good stuff what right. was that what that? No, what? I just got white girl excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave me alone. Ooh, yeah. It was almost like a high pitched macho man. Oh, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm like the female Kool Aid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm cool girl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Purple. I'm grape. <laughs> All right. So before this segment runs out, <laughs> let's get started. Well, this will bleed over to the next segment as well, though. We have to. To talk about the NFC and AFC championship games. First of all, we are going to talk about that absolute train wreck of a call. Yikes. Stevie Wonder could have seen that call. It was a missed pass interference and helmet to helmet. And it literally, and I'm not one that likes to complain about the refs often, but it changed the outcome of the game. I, if I was a Saints fan, I would be Living. beside myself. Right. And what I want to do before we go to break is I am going to ask CJ, if you were a player on the Saints right now, how would you feel? Let me, let me first say this. I, <laughs> in my career in AFL, I've said a few things. Two referees uh, <laughs> that I'm probably not too proud of. Uh, <laughs> now, most of the time is while I was in the bench, and maybe they didn't hear me, but I definitely <laughs> screamed it as loud as I could. Right. Um, <laughs> if I was a Saints player, Oof. it would take a lot for me not to haul off and slug that dude. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, I don't, I don't, you know, promote violence, but uh, I mean, come on, man. First of all, coming from a player's perspective, you are out there busting your butt. You're trying to accomplish a goal that you set for yourselves every year and tra- from training camp from the end of the last season to the end of the season that you're in. You are constantly trying to work for that championship, mm-hmm. and it is not easy to get to. It's, the position they were in is not easy to get to. So to work that hard and to come so close to making it to the Super Bowl, to lose like that, to have that call, and I'm not saying that they didn't make some right, uh, some some miscues early in the game that could have prevented this whole situation from happening. Right. But whenever the game comes down to a call like that, it sucks because there's nothing you can do. And that's one of the worst positions you can find yourself in in life. Period. When something happens to you that you have no control, control over, over. Yeah. it is demoralizing. It's like, come on, like it was right there in his face. Everybody knew that's a flag. Got to be a flag. It has to be a flag. Yeah. Yeah. Where's the yellow flag? Where's the referee? Multiple flags. Oh my God. (laughs) Did they they did they give a justification as to why they didn't throw that flag? I have not. Have you heard? Has anybody heard heard one other than the referees are all trying to do the bird box challenge? (laughs) And they just (laughs) it was bad timing on their part. On when they decided to do it. Right. So yeah. um, it just happened to fall on the same day as a, a NFC playoff game. So, <laughs> I mean, it just – I can't – I you, – you you almost just lose – you lose yourself. Like you yeah. said, you'd be beside yourself because your, your logical self just can't fathom what just happened. So it leaves. It yeah. just goes. And yeah. you're just left there like mumbling to yourself like a madman. So it, it, um, 
like my blood pressure went like 15 levels when I saw that. <laughs> and I'm not, and as you know, I'm not even that the hugest Saints fan or anything right, like right. that. Uh, Jacksonville all day, Duval till we die. Shouts out 904. Um, <laughs> I had to throw that in. There. We'll be there. <laughs> Just like we were robbed by the Patriots last year. So by the officiating. So I mean, <laughs> it's it's clear that it's a problem. Like no, nope, you, you can't ignore this anymore. And that's not saying that officiating is easy or anybody can do it. I'm not. I'm not saying that. Oh, I could have made that. It's mm-hmm. hard, but I mean that call was blatant. Yeah, <laughs> I could have made that call. Literally, could have made that call. But I know it's it's hard for refs to to make some of these calls. So I'm not coming down to all refs because there's a lot of good ones out there that do their job great. But in that instance, in that point in time, it was a poor job all around. By that, by that crew, Awful. and they, they should have – There's something needs to be done. I mean, Sean Payton said it in his post-game interview. He called the league. They said it was a mistake. They should have been called. Right. But that, there's nothing you can do about it. But there's nothing you can do about it. Like, that's the, – it, it really does suck to see, to see a team lose like that. And, uh, Christy, when we come back, uh, we're going to continue this conversation, and mm-hmm. we'll get your thoughts on it mm-hmm. as well, as well as the other game that you are equally – uh, as upset about. Yeah. Nobody nobody else is. Just me. Just me. <laughs> the fix is in. <laughs> All right. Stay tuned. We'll be right back here on Necessary Roughness. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, CJ King Cobb from Necessary Roughness Show. You know, people love Netflix, but for some, it isn't in their budget. And for others, they're paying for both Netflix and the data to watch it. Now they don't have to. With T-Mobile, you get unlimited data with Netflix included for the whole family which means you can all watch thousands of shows and movies, whatever you want, anytime you want, on any device you want, all without paying more. Whenever you want to watch, T-Mobile has you covered. Only at T-Mobile, you can get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included. And right now, buy a Samsung Galaxy S9 and get one free with 24 monthly bill credits. So you and your family could binge watch all those shows you're too embarrassed to tell your friends you watch, all on your new phones. But that's okay. I promise I won't tell anybody. Visit a T-Mobile store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE today. Unlimited data on their network, video streams at 480p, small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel, balances due. Well-qualified customers, full price, $720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. Welcome back to Necessary Roughness. Make sure that you follow the show on Twitter at NRCLE and on Facebook at Necessary Roughness Radio. And we were talking about that travesty of that miscarriage of justice that happened Ew. <laughs> at the at the NFC Championship game. And uh, during the break, CJ, we were actually kind of discussing um, your time in the AFL and when you went to the Arena Bowl. And one of the things I, I asked you was that stuck with you for a little bit, didn't it? I didn't watch the film of that game until the next year when we played them again. Uh, I, I mean, I, I was just so – because like I was saying in, in the previous segment, man, you work so hard uh, to get to that point and to win. And then when you don't win and you lose, especially when you lose the way we lost, I ain't going to pull no punches. We got our butts kicked. Mm-hmm. You know, we got, mm-hmm. we, got, we got rolled up on pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, I'm not going to make excuses, but, I mean, we were, we were – Kind of limped into that game with some yeah, injuries. Yeah, a lot of injuries. We had our best defensive uh, coverage guy 
swooped up by the Ravens. Uh, mm-hmm. No pun intended. You know, swooped, <laughs> swooped up. up. Um, I like I like what you did. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean, in a situation like that, you work all year. You miss out on vacations. You miss out on like big parties, wedding, all this stuff that you because you're like I'm committed to making sure that I'm at my best so that we can go and win a championship. And then when you lose it, when either you get blown out or like we were talking about in this NFC game. When you lose it with without even having a chance to uh, have control of that situation, like when somebody takes control of that situation and you lose a game like that, it's just so heartbreaking and demoralizing that you just you 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 literally go lock yourself off somewhere, yeah. or you get angry and you go like break stuff. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> it's one of one of those two. Punch yeah. a wall somewhere. Uh, you know, I might even go write a, a song. You know what I'm saying? Just be like Drake. <laughs> just go get my feelings somewhere and just write a song real quick. It's very therapeutic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but after, after we lost that Arena Bowl, man, that hurt. That hurt. And then just to see some of the backlash we got on Twitter from, from I Keyboard guess, some, some, some fake yeah, fans. Yeah, Twitter thugs. Oh, my gosh. They were just laying in the, oh, we knew they weren't real. They were fake. Oh, they suck. Oh, who's that quarterback? Oh, he's awful. You know what I'm saying? The, we, we just busted our butts for the past six months to try and get to the highest peak in the sport. In, yeah. in the sport, in that mm-hmm. in that sport mountain. And, you know, we just left it all out there on the field. And, no, we didn't come away with the championship, but, I mean, one, one hell of a journey to get there. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'll be damned if I let anybody, like, poo-poo on that. Mm-hmm. Right. So in, in the studio, I still have the, the uh, miniature banner, because I used to be a season ticket holder. I have a miniature banner from that year when you when you guys won the, what was it, the American? The American Conference. Yeah, when yep. you won the American Conference. Mm-hmm. I still have that hanging in the studio. Uh, Christy's your thoughts on the NFC game. Well, <clears throat> what's irritating to me most is that, I mean, this is the, the most recent abhorrent blatant call missed call i should say that is like everybody saw it we all know it and all we get in return is whoops sorry like there has to be some level of repercussions for this i mean these refs aren't just like they're not volunteering it's not like you know just kind of like little league or whatever that okay you called them out but they weren't really out or okay whatever i mean this is a Big deal. It's a multi-million, billion-dollar industry. You're getting paid. This is your job. And you messed it up so badly that you're affecting the course of the whole of everything. And there's no, there's nothing. There's a, there's, there's, you know, keyboard warriors and that kind of stuff and us complaining and that's it. Like that's, that's it. No kind of repercussion. I I feel like they have to be held accountable. I mean, like if you're going to, if you mess up your job in any other capacity, other than weathermen, that blatantly, yes, you're going to get, you're going to get written up. You're going to get, you're probably going to get fired. You're going to get fired. I said that. Somebody's job got to be gone. (laughs) Somebody got to lose their job. And, I mean, what, what we saw that one time, I think I reported on that a few months ago, that there was a, a ref that got let go. Yeah, uh, wasn't, that the, call. wasn't that the one that missed the helmet to helmet on, uh, on Baker? Was that the ref? Um, and uh, was that L.A. or Oakland or one of the two? There's Oakland. I yeah. can't remember. Yeah. I do remember a ref was let go, and we're like, oh, are we going to start seeing a standard? And then this comes up in, like, a pivotal game. It's not even a regular season game. This is... You know, it's not even just a regular the, playoff game. This is right. the, this I know. Is the game to, to punch your ticket 
to, to, to the, the Super Bowl. Bowl. And these are games that these refing uh, crews, these officiating crews, get hand selected for. Yeah. Right. These aren't like these aren't supposed to be the bottom of the barrel refs, the discount ref. No, these aren't those refs from that lockout <laughs> year. You know what I'm saying? The touchdown interception refs. No, I'll never forget these, that. These touchdown are, interception. These are touchdown interception home run ref. Uh, <laughs> these are supposed to be the cream of the crop. These are supposed right. to be the best the officiating best. Crews. crews. So for them to get this call wrong, even though yes, everybody has that. They're only human pass. But at this case, at this blatant of a call, you have there's no excuse. Exactly. And it it directly impacts the the game, the outcome of the game. I mean it's 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 like mis missing a, a touchdown catch and saying it's a no catch <laughs> as time expires. I mean, it's that big of a deal and just nothing happens. And, and, and Roger Goodell is totally silent and they might, the NFL might issue a whoops are bad. We're sorry. But I feel like as a fan, I'm kind of getting sick of hearing that. Like, that's not good enough. Just coming back and saying, meh, my bad. Like, just, <laughs> The, the thing, sorry to kind of cut no, you off there, okay. but I, I heard it in uh, one of the uh, post-game interviews. I can't remember exactly who said it, but he said not only did he affect the game, but it affected their legacy. Mm. It affected their legacy yeah. going forward in the history books. Drew Brees might not ever get you know, And that you don't know how many years he has left. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that team, and much like every team in the NFL, NBA, well, I don't know about NBA, but, well, yeah, most sporting mm-hmm. teams. That team will not be the same, regardless of how many players are under contract, all that. That team will not be the same because there's always going to be somebody coming in. The league is always changing, evolving. Things are always different. Every year. Exactly. The coaches are getting getting smarter. The defensive coordinators are getting uh, more tape and film on guys so they make more plans, discover their weaknesses that they've seen. And that's why you rarely see, outside of the team we're probably going to talk about next, the Patriots, (laughs) that's why you rarely see – the same teams going to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. or going to the NBA playoffs outside of, of course, Golden State and uh, Cleveland for that little stretch. Right, um, right but, but that's even something that's new. It, right, yeah. it, and mean, that, that was why it stood out because it right. had never happened, happened before. before. Exactly. So that goes back to what I was saying, man. Like making it to that point in your season professionally in any sport is very very difficult and to lose out because somebody took control away from you is heartbreaking yeah mm-hmm. absolutely uh afc championship game christy okay so <laughs> i now believe in conspiracy theories <laughs> Welcome. and i'm a conspiracy theorist now that the NFL is locked and loaded to always ensure that the Patriots win no matter what. I, I wasn't ever convinced of it, and I thought that it was garbage and just whatever, until last year uh, that confirmed it. It was like, oh, they're, oh, they're, they're absolutely cheating. Uh, they're absolutely cheating. And you could predict what calls were going to – oh, it's going to be this on, you know, I think it was Jacksonville. Were they playing yes. Jacksonville? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. it was. Yes. Um, <laughs> last he still year. Feels that. And every time Jacksonville got, you know, made a great play or something, it was always called back. Whoops, there was always, nope. always something every single time. It was the most ridiculous game I'd ever watched in all my life. And now it's been – Nothing but reaffirmed. And I get so tired of people talking about how Tom Brady is the GOAT. You cannot be the GOAT if you rely on cheating 
to win. Period. The end. And I saw that in a roughing the passer call. No. Nope. No. And that changed the outcome of that game, too. That, which we're going to talk about, uh, CJ, you're going to bring it up, in the overtime rules. So the Patriots were making a drive, and... um, God, who are they even playing? We were talking about They're the Rams the and Chiefs. now. Yes, thank you. Yes, the Chiefs. Kansas I'm like, City all Chiefs. I have is the Rams in my head now. Um, <laughs> the Chiefs. They were playing the Chiefs. And the Chiefs had them. Like, it was third third down and 10 or whatever it was. And they're stopping them on this drive. And I don't remember who it was. I can. He was a really big guy. Got his arm in there. Tom Brady still had the ball. He's coming in cross-body to obviously block the pass, whatever, anything regular defensive nothing bad and touches Tom Brady and they called him for roughing the passer nothing happened he was still holding the ball I mean it was as blatant as the Rams missed call and I've heard no outrage of it and it totally changed the course of the game the Patriots scored on that took the team into overtime they won the coin toss and they won the game and it's total garbage. They did not win that game. The Chiefs won that game. But the refs handed it to them in multiple calls after that. And I'm just like, you, you've got to, you, you have to be kidding me. You can't, I mean, they would, you, you can't be playing defense and then just get called for random nonsense. And just nothing happened. And the Patriots win. And now they're going to the Super Bowl. And I don't even want to watch it anymore because it's stupid Garbage. Yes. It's just garbage. Yes. Like who? Why do we want to keep watching the Patriots every let, single let, year? Let that hate build. Oh, yes. not build. I'm yes. letting it out. I've, it's been yes. building for years. I hate the Patriots. Yes, my dark so one. Yeah. <laughs> now you feel let, the anger. Let, let the dark yes. side flow through. All right. We have two minutes left. So what we're going to do is sorry. we are going to discuss the the overtime. In, in that in that game, right? Yes. In the overtime rules, and yeah. in the the segment after the rundown. But before we go to break, CJ, your thoughts on that game? Man, look, uh, it, it sums it all with the picture of the last year's AFC uh, playoff game, championship game, when the referees were celebrating in the end zone with the Patriots. <laughs> um, yeah, how? I mean that. <laughs> look, man, I was born, but I wasn't born, born yesterday. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, I will say this. I still think Tom, Tom Brady's up there. Now, I'm saying I respect Tom Brady. I dislike the Patriots with a passion. Mm-hmm. But I respect Tom Brady because he at four, 41, he's doing this thing, man. I mean, to keep going doing, back. Doing like, the cheating? Is that what you, <laughs> what you such mean, a cheating? Hater. <laughs> and crying? He cries like a little girl when he loses. He does, and he wears very big coats. But as cold as it's been, you know, and now people want those up. coats. Um, <laughs> but it's, it, 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 this thing for me too, because I have, you know, a, a, a former teammate, Travis Kelsey, who plays on the chiefs. Oh, and I, remember I, him. I really yeah. wanted him yeah, to, been... to get in there. Cause you know, his brother, Jason got a ring last year. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Oh, this would be dope. If both brothers get a ring one year after each other. But, uh, of course, you know, that old Tommy two toes, <laughs> his magic, his magic sprinkles, uh, <laughs> Whatever he whatever he got, man, he, he got the Patriots uh, that victory. And, oh, of course, you know, the referees no, no. Yeah. helped him out. Yeah, there you big go. Big time there. That's, that's it. <laughs> he didn't. The refs did. But, yeah. sure. But uh, it's, it, it sucked, man. I I don't want to see him there. Not not to discredit them because they worked – most of them worked hard yeah, and all they that worked stuff. Hard but yeah. it's just you, – you, when you get – when you keep seeing the same team, same team, same – it just gets a little tired. Yep. 
You get you get bored with it. Play it right. out. All right. So coming up next is the world famous rundown, and then after that, we're going to pick this conversation back up. You are listening to Necessary Roughness. Yeah. This is Jessica Lavish with the Outlaws. We know that racism still exists in our country, but what about slavery? Human trafficking, a form of modern day slavery, is where people profit from the control and exploitation of others by means of force fraud and coercion tragically no country community or individual is immune from the vast injustice human trafficking is driven by demand instead of contributing to the problem we can be part of the solution if we eliminate the demand we eliminate human trafficking for more information follow hashtag demand no more Welcome back to Necessary Roughness. This is Darby Yoda King Pinmarrow filling in for Eric E. Will Williams alongside Christy Maggard. Hey, hey. And CJ Cobb. Chocolate Thunder. <laughs> yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my goodness. Okay, this is the time of the show where we go to the world-famous rundown with the star of the show and the best best sports commentator in all of the United States, Canada, and some other countries as well. Jeez, you guys, you're going to make me bring my crown back in. (laughs) Just bring more brownies. (laughs) Christy Maggard. Let's get it. All right. Well, the Baseball Hall of Fame welcomes several new members. Closer Mariano Rivera, D.H. Edgar Martinez, and starting pitchers Roy Halladay and Mike Messina. Rivera is the first player to unanimously be voted in on all 425 ballots by the Baseball Writers Association of America. Rivera nudged out Ken Griffey Jr., who was one of my all-time favorite players, to have the highest vote percentage. Junior had 99.3% of the vote, um, 337 votes of 340. So he just missed out by three votes uh, of getting unanimously voted in. Haters. Yeah, right? So, like, how do you not? <sighs> Whatever. Yep, anyway. He beat them. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations um, to Mariano. That's, that's really exciting news and uh, history being made there. Um, additional Hall of Fame news, three-time Olympic champ- uh, champion Misty May Trainer is being honored as an all-time great female beach player by the USA Volleyball Hall of Fame, which is funny because we all already knew that. So, you know, I guess we're just putting a plaque on it now. She and partner Carrie Walsh Jennings won 21 straight Olympic matches and three gold medals in their career playing time together. Uh, Misty May also won three FIVB World Championships, 112 tournament titles, and surpassed surpassed the $2 million uh, mark in prize money. The award will be presented in May in Columbus, Ohio. So that's pretty exciting, and I may and or may not be there. (laughs) like um she's one of my all-time favorite olympians and she's being honored in ohio i'm like fangirling hard (laughs) (laughs) it is well deserved though yes 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 Mm -hmm. it is for sure um speaking of retired greats soccer great landon donovan is coming out of retirement for the third time (laughs) 
feel like calling Can't him Brett Favre or something. Oh, yeah. Rent, rent is due. Yeah. <laughs> Got to go get that paper somehow. And he is, too, because he is playing for the San Diego Sockers of the Major Arena Soccer League for 250,000 smackers right. for the remainder of the season. So it's not even a full season. It's just 13 games left in this season. His salary is the largest in league history. So... I yeah, good for him. I hope he still got it. That's but. how you know you the man. They coax you out of retirement and pay you more money than they're paying anybody, anybody else, else for a half. Not even is it even half the season? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not even sure the, for a partial season. For a partial season. That's <laughs> like telling me, you know, come into work, we'll pay you for half the time you're here. Yeah, and you don't really have to do anything. Do anything. Yeah. <laughs> Go out there, lace up for a few games, and yeah. Um, congratulations to the NFL that we were talking about earlier for turning 100. Cheers to 100 more. Fingers crossed if I think we that's don't the mess a- it up. I think that's the average age of the referees. But continue. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> you, you might be right. Um, more NFL news. You, have may, you may have seen in real time or in hundreds of shares on social media the massively missed call against the Rams that we were just talking about in the first two segments and there went over the Saints. That ref was identified as Phil McKinley, um, and he was in the spotlight because he played for the Rams in 1981. However, it turns out um, Phil McKinley wasn't even working that game, and uh, the closest to that play call was actually Patrick Turner. But it's funny because people... (laughs) Such haters, they turned to his Wikipedia page and like messed it all up. So you can look up Phil McKinley on Wikipedia and see that kind of damage. So, anyway, clear your name, have a beer. Poor guy, (laughs) misidentified. I'd like to see those people go back to his Wikipedia page and And clean it up. You know what I'm saying? They won't do that. No, they won't. Just like the referee who missed the call won't get any kind of repercussions there. He can't go. They should replay that game. Mess up his Wikipedia page. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, Christy. Go ahead. Your Your time. Your time. (laughs) Okay. I like sharing. Um, So, in other news, the beloved Game Time Gum Big League Chew is actually featuring a female on the pouch for the first time ever in the gum's history since 1977. The softball-inspired pouch is now available for purchase online. So I was super excited to see that they were going to feature a female, and then I found out that they're only selling it online. I'm like, who buys Big League Chew online? (laughs) I'm like, what the heck? Well, well, now, Christy, wait a minute. Now, there's Mm -hmm. a time when I was working at Target doing shit from stores. Shout out to Target. You worked at Target? The bougiest of Walmarts. Um, <laughs> I so, love Target. <laughs> I do too. Uh, so I I worked in the ship from store, and that's where people would go online and buy things, and we ship it from our store to their houses. So there is a person in Georgia who bought a uh, special edition Hershey's bar and uh, had me back, package it up and ship it to uh, Georgia. I think it was Savannah, Georgia. <laughs> yeah, but this is on Big League Chew's website. So it's not just know. like hop on whatever.com and buy it. Well, at least yet. So hopefully, <laughs> ladies everywhere, please go supply your your daughter's softball team with female-inspired Big League Chew, and maybe they'll start selling it in stores. So yep. I remember, sorry, really quick note, when, we, when my brothers and I were playing ball when we were little, we'd go to this local store, and when my dad would take us to our games, which wasn't always because he worked a lot, but 
um, we always got to buy one treat and we always bought the shredded beef jerky because it came with the baseball card in the bottom and it looked like chew tobacco or a, a pouch of big league chew for our game. And that was always really cool memories for me getting to do that. And I'm like, awesome. now, yeah, I know. Now that my daughter's getting to do that and we have a little store across the street from the ball field, I'm like, ooh, starting that early. So anyway, uh, fond memories from the big league chew. Um, and then last but certainly not least, the 2019 McDonald's All-American Games feature four of 24 players from, that's right, the Buckeye State. Zia Cook, Jordan Horston, Sammy Puisis, and Kirsten Bell will all be featured players on that team. So congratulations to them. Um, big futures for them. And congratulations to the Buckeye State for being ballers. That's all right. right. So we have a couple of minutes left, mm-hmm. and before we go to break, I definitely wanted to discuss this. <laughs> the Adrian Broner, Manny Pacquiao this fight. so funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we're going to play a clip real quick. Did you of, watch the fight? I saw just, some of it. Okay. Uh, so we're going to play a clip of Adrian Broner's post-fight comments, and then we're going to comment on it on the other side. What did you think about the fight? What you, I beat him. Everybody out there know I beat him. Everybody out there know I beat him. I controlled the fight. He was missing. I hit him clean more times. I beat him. You averaged eight punches. Less than eight punches was the most punches that you had in the round, and it seemed as though you couldn't get it close enough. Like, it already sounded like you was against me. So I already ain't, I already, I already ain't got a fair fact. shake talking to you. But let me talk something. Let me let y'all know. I want to thank the whole hood who came out here. I love y'all. I did this for the hood. Y'all know I beat that boy. Y'all know I beat that boy. They trying to, what they trying to do is they trying to get that money again with Pacquiao and um, Floyd. But it's cool. I ain't worrying about it. I'm still that man. I'm on top Cincinnati. Stand up. West side. Two five. You're three, three, and one in your last seven fights. What will you do next? Hey, I'm three, three, and one in my last seven, but I'll be seven no against you. Well, that wouldn't mean much. That's the end of this interview. Okay, so you see, <laughs> as you just heard, he really believes that he won the fight. You got to be careful when you tell a lot of lies. Sometimes <laughs> you end up fooling yourself. You believe it. And you believe your own lies. That's how people beat polygraphs. Ugh. They so, believe themselves. I just want to say there's a sports commentator. His name is Ben Mahler. He pointed out on Twitter, he said, Manny Pacquiao attempted 48% more punches than Adrian Broner, landing 62 more total than his opponent. Pacquiao connected on 44 more body shots than Broner, who was only credited with three the entire 12-round fight. Oh, my. Yeah. That's it? But he won. Three body shots? Didn't want to break his wrist on that, on, you know, on Manny, Manny's abs. <laughs> or something. You know, he didn't want to. break a nail. Nah, I don't, I don't... <laughs> oh my and he really believes he won the fight i beat that boy he's done <laughs> but i wonder like what like y'all what? know it right everybody, know, everybody knows <laughs> what everybody everybody knows everybody what? saw it <laughs> i did this for y'all I'm like what I, lose I, I promise you he's gonna be a funny old man <laughs> you, you see me out there in the, in, in the yard working on the car right. i fixed that car yeah. ain't nothing wrong with that car that's right you don't know it he sounded like Kevin Hart, too. So I think Here's Kevin Hart is going to play him 
<laughs> in the movie when that comes out. <laughs> oh my god, oh, man, that is so funny. He reminds me of who? He really actor? believed it though. But yeah. the the uh, who is who is who is the guy uh, interviewing him? I forgot his name. It's like Jim. Uh, I forget his name. Oh my too. gosh! But he threatened him. You heard that? Yeah, he's. I mean, respected, respected yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, interviewer and, and things like that. But he, he said, he said. Um, what Adrian threatened him. He said, you yeah. know, I beat you. He's he like, said, well, I go seven and zero against you. Yeah, and he said, well, that wouldn't get you much. And then walked <laughs> off. <laughs> and walked off on his. Oh man! So, yes, yes. Shout out to Adrian Broner. He's teaching kids always believe in yourself, even when you're completely wrong. Mm. <laughs> so when we come back, we're gonna pick up. Uh, we're gonna pick back up the conversation of the the AFC Championship game and NFL's screwy overtime rule. When we come back here on Necessary Rough. Y'all seen it? Hey, everybody. This is Christy Maggard from Necessary Roughness coming at you. People love Netflix. I know my family and I, were addicted to it. But for some reason, it might not be in their budget. And for others, they're paying for both Netflix and the data to watch it. Now you don't have to. With T-Mobile, you get unlimited data with Netflix included for the whole family. Me as a couponer, that is huge. Which means you can watch thousands of shows and movies wherever you want anytime you want on any device that you want. Huge! With summer around the corner and everybody using phones and tablets all the time, this is awesome! And you can do it all without paying more. Wherever you want to watch, T-Mobile has you covered. Only at T-Mobile you can get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included. And right now, buy a Samsung Galaxy S9 and get one free with 24 monthly bill credits. So you and your family can binge all the Netflix and all your favorites all you want on any device you want. Visit a T-Mobile store today or call 1-800-T-MOBILE. Unlimited data on their network, video streams at 480p, small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel, balances due. Well-qualified customers, full price, $720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. Welcome back to Necessary Roughness. Follow us on Twitter at NRCLE and on Facebook at Necessary Roughness Radio. Christy, how can they follow you? Uh, at CL Maggard on the Twitter sphere. CJ? You know what it is, man. It's uh, at KingCobb70 on IG, uh, Twitter, Facebook. It's just good old-fashioned CJ Cobb. Type it in. You'll see me. I'm a handsome devil. <laughs> and <laughs> you can follow me at D the Kingpin on all social media platforms. D-T-H-E-K-I-N-G-P-I-N. All right. So we were talking earlier about this NFC and AFC championship debacle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now there was a young, uh, young lady, a reporter. A, she's a sideline reporter, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And her name is uh, Maria Taylor for uh, ESPN. Okay, and so she was she was on ESPN show Get Up. This next clip is courtesy of ESPN, uh, and she was talking about the overtime rules. So we're going to play a little bit of that, and then we'll uh, react on the other side. I don't understand how in the NFL, when we are all about quarterbacks, we're seeing offenses, they're becoming the focal point of everything, that we can, in a championship game, keep the ball out of the hands of Patrick Mahomes Mm -hmm. in overtime. So I think that the adjustment would just be similar to the college game. Both get an opportunity on offense. If you score a touchdown, I get to match it. Then maybe we go into sudden death. But there's no excuse for having a situation where it comes down to one play or just defense finishing out a game. And a complimentary football is supposed to be complimentary. So, what do you think about her uh, proposal? I, I think she's spot on. 
I, I really do. I mean, when, and it's crazy that we've all known this, but it took this game to finally kind of open our eyes to it, uh, referring to the Patriots and the Chiefs game, mm-hmm. uh, not the other debacle, debacle. in the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I think, I think she, like I said, she's spot on with it, man. If, if it's truly supposed to be both teams getting a possession, then it should be both teams getting a possession if you're going to start a brand-new game. So, Christy. I mean, I completely agree with with that. It it just, I mean, you know, I hate to throw out the word fair because people so often, you know, well, life's not fair. But it really isn't. I mean, if you have, um, you know, if your defense is out there and they've had a, a strong game and you expect them to almost win the game for you, I mean, that's it. That's all you get. You don't even get a chance to retaliate. It just... It's not fair, I guess. And so it's frustrating because you need to give equal opportunities to both teams. It's almost like whoever wins the coin toss, well, that you're going to win the overtime then. Right. That's the end. And it just is kind of like, well, that's not even fair. What's the, the other point team has even, to, even, even having overtime if you're going to do it? Just like flip that. a coin at that point in time and save everybody the extra 10, 15 minutes. Because, right, you know, and the wear and tear on the players' bodies. It, right, exactly, yeah. of something happening. So right. it, it, it only makes sense that you – I mean, you just have to open it up. So. Yeah, because, you know, the thing that was unfortunate, and, and I will admit I was cheering for Kansas City, and I'm, I'm biased because, too, because Kansas City was the first city that embraced my show. Shout out to the Outlaws radio show. Absolutely. So – I, you know, I have love in my heart for Kansas City, so I was cheering for the Chiefs. But it's unfortunate that that dynamic quarterback that they have, he didn't even get a, he didn't even get a chance. Like he didn't even get the ball back. So, oh, and Mahomes was on fire. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he was playing that game like a league veteran. I mean, just he was just outstanding. And you, I mean, you got to put the ball in his hands. You got to let him say, "I can do that too." Because, you know, and that, again, goes back to the whole, well, Tom Brady's the GOAT thing. Oh, only Tom Brady can win games. Nah, uh uh-uh. No, this kid was in it, obviously, till the very end. A couple missed calls from the refs and and bad overtime rules. I mean, Mahomes was there. He had it. He was going to win that game. Yep. So it's just it's just really frustrating. It's un- yeah, it's unfortunate. So uh, CJ playing devil's advocate here. Uh, some people will argue that the reason why they do it like like they do it now is if you were to change the rules, you could end up with longer overtime periods and players getting hurt, or you'd end up with more ties. So, what are your thoughts on on the the possible negative impact of changing the overtime rules? Um. I- it's it's weird because hearing that like oh players could get hurt if you play longer well players get hurt during the regulation too yeah players, you know get, hurt players get hurt in preseason get hurt in practice pre-season. Yeah. yeah so that that throw that out the window um I I feel like it's fair because in when you look at it in uh, I want to say in the NCAA they'll go uh, point for point so if you if you score a touchdown the other team scores a touchdown. Both of you kick a field goal. Okay, the next time both of you go down, if you score, you have to go for two. And those two-point conversions are not guaranteed. Right. You know yes. what I'm saying? So yep. there will be a winner because at, at some point somebody will slip up. And, now, right. Yeah. So that I, I don't I don't put too much into those arguments. Yes, uh, you get longer games, and the only way I can see it being negative is when you're talking money, because now you're you're 
you're cutting into another show's runtime when you're when you're with the NFL. And you want the NFL obviously is going to want more ads to be played during the commercials. And if there's an overtime game and uh, uh, a company only paid for so much time during the regulation of a game, then you have no other commercials to run. Well, that gives them more opportunity to sell more stuff. Right, right. So, again, you know, what what really is the argument here uh, for running long? I mean, you might – I guess people might get tired and have to go to work in the morning and go to sleep. So you might lose <laughs> viewers. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but that, that happens – I mean, how many times have you been up till midnight or whatever watching the end of a game? Yeah. I mean, we've all done it. I mean, World Series, you know, every – Oh, yeah, all, baseball, yeah, baseball a lot. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. Forever. And people do it. And it is, it is what it is. It's part of the sporting world. So I don't really take that into account either. Mm-hmm. So, I mean – so, Christy, I know you're going to hate this, but we have to do this. It is our job. Super Bowl predictions. What we're going to do is I want you to give the prediction that your heart is telling you and the prediction that your head is telling you. Starting with you, Christy. I like, how you, I like how you have to preface that specifically for me because <laughs> you know that I'm going to have two answers. You know that I am. The Patriots are obviously going to win the daggum Super Bowl, so save yourself some chips and dip and watch something else. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just just so angry right now. I'm like, I can't even watch it now. <laughs> so is that is that a hard um, answer or a head answer? No, well, that's that's a head answer for sure. And also, we know that the NFL is rigged, so they want the Patriots <laughs> to win too. So you know, um, it's preset. But um, I'm I'm pulling so hard for the Rams, and I know everybody's upset with them. But you know what? In my opinion, I was like, well, so they they just move to Los Angeles, you know, St. Louis to Los Angeles and everything like that. And I'm like, you know, Drew Brees has been there. So I guess I'm not really so upset that the Rams are going. I'm just hoping that they can beat the Patriots who couldn't even beat the Steelers, by the way. Thanks for nothing, Tanya. <laughs> Man, ruined the Browns playoffs hopes. Yeah, but that's anyway. true. That's true. Um, so hopefully, hope I don't. I don't know. I haven't been following the Rams too much this year, so I can't speak on the analytics side of their um, of their team and what they're capable of doing. But I certainly hope that they show up and show out because um, you know Gronk certainly showed up uh, in in the game against the Chiefs, um, and they were just making some phenomenal catches that were ridiculous and I feel like Andy Reid who is a walrus by the way <laughs> you you won't unsee it now you won't unsee it um, <laughs> so much like a walrus uh, if he had put a little bit more pressure and and a little bit if his DC had showed up I feel like at the end of that game they they would have they would have stood a better chance so I think yeah. Rams if you put a solid defense together um, you, you, got, you, a you got a shot uh, CJ Harden head picks yeah, so before, before I get into that, I will say this. And in both of these uh, NFC and AFC playoff championship games, both both teams that ended up losing had opportunities to win. They just didn't make enough plays. But at the end of the game, again, when it's affected by a referee, that's not right. Yeah. It, just, it just can't go down like right. that. But so as we go into the Super Bowl, uh, Harden head picks. Obviously, my heart – Wants the Rams to win? Um, Question mark. Yeah, but because I still, I'm still a little bitter. I still wanted the Saints to be there. <laughs> I still wanted the Saints to be there. But sure. my head tells me, and this is from experience too, that New England, they've been there, they've done that. 
This mm-hmm. is this is a new rodeo for them. They know how to handle these situations. Right. So obviously, I'm I'm pretty much saying the Patriots will find a way to win because if Tom Brady can find a way to win from 25 down against Atlanta, uh, was that in Atlanta too? I think I, so. Wasn't it? I, I'm, I, I think so. I don't so. even remember. I felt like it was. I felt like it but was. But if too. he can come back from 25 points down and win the Super Bowl, I mean, what chance do you have? This team is young. They're hungry. I think they'll be back. But I, I just don't see it. I want them to do well. I want mm-hmm. them to win. Mm-hmm. But I think the Patriots got it. So uh, there's going to be no controversy here. My heart says the Rams, my head says the Patriots, uh, pretty much for everything that CJ just said. Uh, they have the experience. I just don't think L.A. has enough. I don't think they're ready yet. Um, they could surprise us. They could pleasantly surprise us. I obviously would want the Rams to win, not only because of my Patriots' hatred, but because uh, the Rams actually started in Cleveland, and one of my prized possessions is a throwback Cleveland Rams hat yes. that I have. Yes, yes. So, That's yes, right. they originated the, the, the Los Angeles Rams originated in Cleveland, then they moved to L.A., then they moved to, to San, St. Louis. St. Louis, and then moved back, back to, to LA. L.A. So I hope they win. They could. But I don't, I don't see it, man. Philly did it. Philly did do it. Philly did, did it. Yeah. So, so it's so it's, <laughs> so it's not impossible. But I'm telling you, if I have to see that butt chin diva lift that trophy <laughs> one more time, I'm gonna throw up. Yes. All right. Yes. We on that note, <laughs> we are out of we are out of here. Make sure that you follow the show on Twitter at NRCLE, Facebook at Necessary Roughness Radio. We'll see you next time. Peace. Love Twitters. The FCB Radio Network, first class broadcasting worldwide.